What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. And let's do a podcast. Yeah, let's do one. Let's. Why not? Or at least let's pretend to do one. I feel like that's what I do every every time we record. So yeah, am, am I doing a podcast? Is this really what this is? You mean this is a real podcast? Yeah, well, I'm pretending to be. <laughs> so before we go into anything, because I'm ready to drink, uh, let's talk about beer. So here's what we're drinking. Go ahead. Spilled in Bedford. It is a Turning Point and uh, Urban South collab. Yes, and here's a little ASMR for you here. There you go. Oh, that that did mine. Mine decided to go everywhere. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like we thought we were safe. So it is a pastry sour with strawberries and white chocolate and coconut. So, uh. The, it's been in my fridge for a little while, so we'll see how this is. We'll see how this ages. <laughs> uh, I actually had one not too long ago, and I thought it was actually still pretty good. So, oh, my pouring skills are terrible here. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, of course, I'm wearing my Turning Point app. So, just a quick reminder before we do too much: you can now watch our podcast uh, on Facebook. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter at PartyCast Network, or you can go to Let's Do a Podcast on Facebook, YouTube. I think that's it. Hey, uh, is it is it on Facebook or is it on Meta? Uh, <laughs> I, at this point, I truly don't know, and I kind of don't care. Yeah. So uh, the answer will shock you. Will it or not? Yeah, I don't. I don't care. So it's it's just going to be a Meta reference. Oh my god! Um, so yes, so you can watch uh, our podcast there. We're slowly uh, adjusting things to figure out how to make the recording work, but you know we'll, we'll get there eventually. Anyways, uh, what you what you thinking about this beer? Sound. You know, it's a it's got an interesting profile to it. So the uh, what was it you were saying was in here again? We got the uh, strawberries, which I could taste that. I get the coconut. It's got like a kind of like a strawberry pina colada vibe to it. Yeah. The white chocolate's the only thing I'm not really getting strong vibes of. You got to shake up the can. Oh, I'm always bad at that. Yeah. Yeah. If you noticed, I so I poured before we started just because I'm known for opening the can and it overflows. So I opened it. I poured about half. Then I shook the can up a lot and then poured the rest. And I feel like it, it did the job. <clears throat> Oh, oh, that's uh, that's yeah. darker now. Yeah, that looks good. Hopefully, it tastes good. Let's see. Uh, see down the hatch. Starting to get hints of it, but yeah. still haven't gotten the full. It's not super strong. Explosion yet? Yeah, it's it's not super strong. It's uh, it's 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 pretty good though. I like it. Yeah, it's still holding up well, which is nice and a little less nerve wracking. <laughs> so it's always to it's always good to uh, open a beer that's been there for a while and be like, "Oh, this is still fine. It's great." Yeah, for sure. Um, versus the alternative. So let's talk about. Do we have any other uh, beer? Uh, any beer events coming up? We're always uh, bad at like remembering to do this. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, um, possibly. See the the plus side is. 
whenever you listen to this, it's been edited. If you watch this live, you get to see me struggle and quickly look, look this up. Beer and Big D, right? Yep. All right. Oof. So let's look and see what we got coming up event-wise. What month is it? I don't even know. Uh, so today, on the day we are recording, is the 20th. All right. We're always at the end of this calendar. Yeah. I don't know how we manage that every single time. Where is where is the calendar? It's on the, uh, if you go to the top, it's the second tab there on the top. Yep. Man, I am doing fantastic. Nailing it. So let's see. We're recording the 20th. So let's scroll down. So, well, these are all today. That's cool. So on the 20... On the further out list there. So you know when we come out, so... Yeah. The 25th, February 25th, there's Mardi Gras... Uh, Mardi Gras... Marty Gras Party over at Oak Cliff Brewing. Ooh. And I really enjoy Oak Cliff. They're pretty good. Yeah. Chili Cook-Off over at Division Brewing on February 26th. Nice. Division's pretty good, too. Ooh, Festival of Darkness by Tups on the 26th. Now, is that a beer release or is that like uh, just an annual festival thing they it's do? It's pretty much so they do it every year and it's like they're a lot of their full grown series. Like it's pretty much all oh, their, it's stout. their stout festival. Yeah, it's okay. their stout fest. Yeah, that's right. I, it's like I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to go last year. Well, I don't think they did it last year, but whatever that was. So, um, Wow, okay. So apparently in March, Big Texas Beer Fest. Again? No, yeah. wait, that's right. <laughs> because they didn't they uh they pushed our pushed last year's back to October, right? Oh, I thought they actually did it. Yeah, they did. They they did do it. It's just that it happens in March every year. Oh, okay. So now it's just gonna they just they're actually gonna turn, try and do turn it around March. and try to do it on time. Oh, okay. I was thinking I completely first happened. I didn't even think about it. But so those were kind of the top one so seven yeah. oh seventh seventh, ugh, seventh anniversary party for tups on may 7th only seventh i know that's, Man, that's... i feel like i've been here i've been here like for most of their time being here yeah that that's that's crazy that is crazy to think about honestly whenever i think about that and like odd muse just like the the breweries that i love to go to just like they're all actually pretty new places mm-hmm. but they've made such a big name for themselves so yeah it's like i also see on their uh martin house on march 5th they're uh doing a release party for their tropical punch pickle beer which, oh yes yes which uh if you were at Sourfest, i believe they had that as a limited release last year um so i don't for know those of you who like the pickle beer more power to you you can go and enjoy it there i want to try it but i don't want to buy it i don't want to spend money to try it you know i do want to get maybe i would try it as a taster um, I do like their nuclear sours, but the uh, the pickle beers, I'm just like so nervous to try that. I'm I don't know if I'm more worried that I will uh, like not like it or that I will like it. <laughs> Which one would be worse? And you just keep buying it. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those beers that you always have stocked at the house. Oh man, but... it'd be ama- either amazing or awful. Uh, but also, I didn't see on that account see this on the calendar. Maybe it's because it's not coming up that soon, but. They just did this past weekend. They just did their opening, uh, like some of their limited 
uh, limited grand opening uh, stuff for community for their new tap room. Oh, and yeah. So that's yeah, going to be yeah. coming up soon, too. That might have been somewhere up here. I kind of just quickly scrolled down to. Well, yeah, there's nothing. I don't see anything for community. Yeah. But but uh, but just just to let you know, when they when they uh, do their. Yeah, there it is. Commuter community beer co especially there. Yeah. When they do their uh, when they do their grand grand opening and they open everything to the public, you can probably find us down there. We're going to go check it out. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed hanging out at their uh, old place. So we're hoping the new place is just as awesome. I mean, I've seen a lot of videos and pictures of their new place, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. So we'll be there. I mean, yeah, I drove past. I, I drove past where they're setting up. They're not too far from their old location. No, they're they're yeah. not far at all. Um. Yeah. So as usual, I'll put the link to uh where you can find all this in the show notes. Because, you know, I want to spread the love. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but I can't remember his name. The guy that does this, the beer and Big D, he actually thanked us for the shout out and everything. Oh, so. yeah. Well, he does all the hard work. We just, I know. We just share it with you guys. So yeah. I think I, I tagged him in something. It was just like, hey, thank you. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, hey, thanks for the shout out and using me. I'm like. It's yeah. easy. All I have to do is read off of the like. Those... I, go- I you got good SEO. I googled and I found you. Yeah, so. it's <laughs> easy. So I'll put those in the show notes. Um, something to talk about. I went to the nine hundred three uh, barrel aged fest. Ooh, um, delicious. I mean, extremely heavy stuff. You know, I mean, it was a sipping kind of day. We yeah. got there at like. I think one or two and stayed till like eight. Honest, but honestly, have you ever had anything like that was just like not good from 903? Sometimes their slushies aren't that good for me. Really? Well, there's like some of their like more experimental stuff though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, parent 903 is so good. It really is really delicious. I, if you can find their stuff, I recommend getting it. Yeah. You know, even if you don't like slushy beers and all that kind of stuff, they still, they're right, normal things are delicious but i have i think four or five bottles that you got with your ticket mm-hmm. so get to go through those yeah it's like i remember last time we did uh one of their stouts on the podcast it was like their cookies and cream stout and it was freaking awesome oh yeah that was super sweet too if yeah. i remember right and cookies and cream is like my jam so same so we'll be maybe we'll drink one of those on a, a podcast episode coming up Nice. I mean, I got them. I, I can't drink those alone. So yeah, I'll, I'll bring my stout drinking pants for that. That's right. <laughs> we got to do that before it gets too warm out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyways, yeah, it was a fun time. I saw Jeremy said hi. We, you know, we drank, we ate, we just enjoyed the time. So uh, if you haven't been out there, I recommend it. It's pretty far for us. It took us about yeah, all the way out to Sherman. Yeah. A little over an hour, if I remember right. Worth the drive. But yeah, it was definitely worth the drive. And we stayed out there all day. So we made sure it was worth the drive. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's something else beer related that I'm doing, but I, I can't think of it. Maybe not. I think that's pretty much all I have planned. But I, I want to get back out there again. I feel like it's been a while since I've actually gone to breweries. So we do have, uh, we, had, we had talked about doing, uh, was it? My wife is actually in charge of this whole thing, but uh, coming up is it next month? Uh, no, or is it in April? We have hops and props coming up. Oh right, at, right out right. at the uh, out at uh, I want to see it's at Meacham Airfield. 
it's at the uh, Fort Worth uh, Aviation Museum, and they're doing a beer fest slash AV. Nothing mixes better than AV uh, than uh, airplanes and alcohol. Oh, for sure. As, uh, as everybody would know, it's like everybody knows pilots love to drink. So <laughs> just uh, just not just before you fly, of course. Oh yeah, do a quick shot and then get on the plane. Yeah, exactly. Just calm your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem. Uh, yeah. So we'll be out there, and as it gets closer, we'll talk about it more, and yeah. you know. As I actually remember the date it occurs on. Uh, same. I'm, <laughs> I think I put it in my calendar, but I'm not going to try to explore and find it. Yeah. But we'll probably have more episodes, hopefully, before that epi- before we go do that. I mean, we should, but yeah, never no, know I mean, with we us. Got, we got, don't we have, like, a Cage Fest coming up soon? <sighs> we, right, do. we do. Yeah. Okay, so it's we're... our annual, our annual, uh, uh, we have to, you know, we have to stave off the curse one more year, otherwise we turn into Nicolas Cage ourselves. Yeah, I'm not, we're not doing four movies. I'll do three, Matt. <laughs> All right. For Cage Fest. Right. I just feel like that one extra, like, it was just... Yeah, it, it almost broke us. Dude, that was rough. <laughs> that was so rough. Um. Alright, so yeah, Cage Fest is coming up. So if you have any Nicolas Cage movies that you want us to watch... Go ahead and let us know. We will research it and see if that's something that is. Uh, let's do a podcast worthy. As in, is it bad enough? But I mean, we've watched some good Nicholas Cage. He's come out with recent movies too. Yeah, it's like uh, there's like a there's one he's coming out with here soon that actually looks good. Uh, was it the uh, was it the unbearable? Uh... The unbearable talent is uh, that the one where he plays himself? Yeah, where he's yeah. like the uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent or something like that. He's in he's in that with Pedro Pascal from Mandalorian. Yeah, it's like he knows Cage Fest is coming up, so he's making things for us. Yeah. So but, by which I mean I mean hey, thank thank you, <laughs> Mister Cage. We'll take it. Uh, I really, think he'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, I think I'm just gonna put this out on the podcast right now. I think we should do Wicker Man. We make we reference it enough. It's we true. Just, we should just do Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah. We we need to put that on the list. Yeah. So there we go. We have at least Wicker Man. So two more movies. Uh, if we haven't already seen it or talked about it, which we've talked, we've seen quite a few. I feel like it. Yeah. it uh, Maybe not for this year, but for next year, I'm pretty sure there's a movie coming out where he's playing Joe Exotic. Eager to see what happens with that. <laughs> I I can't. I just I can't do that. That's, so. that, that's when he's gonna go. He's gonna get the old full cage on that. That yeah. I don't know. No. Anyways, let's move on because I, I don't want to talk about all that. It's like I don't want to think about it. <sighs> let's talk about this movie. This movie. Did we even say what movie we're doing? No, it's in the title. If you guys can't read then I'm sorry that you're just now getting the title, but we are talking about, it's talking about a gentleman. Uh, it's a, it's a self-titled movie, biographical autobiographical movie about a man named Ron sky. It's called I Ron sky. <laughs> I was thinking what? Then I get it. Yeah. Um, so we're watching iron sky, which if you've been following us for a while, we started off. What was it like? Last year or two years ago? Uh, it was like uh, is either a year and a half or a year ago. We, we watched. Yeah, we did part two. Yeah, we watched Iron Sky, the second, first the second one, which I can't remember what it was called, but Iron Sky: The Coming Race. Yeah, yeah. So we started off with that, and then we decided, you know what? Let's backtrack and watch the original. So <clears throat> it, it um there was less dinosaurs in this one, a lot less dinosaurs. <laughs> um, one would say. 
a thousand percent less dinosaurs for sure yeah. i was actually really hoping that there'd be some reference to a dinosaur but there never was yeah so like so that was kind of disappointing so the dinosaurs in the second movie just kind of come out of nowhere a, a lot happens we realize a lot and, and the second one just comes out of nowhere it, it's, yeah, true. it's wild so um i was really curious how we end up in the start of because if you remember us talking about the second movie like everybody's living on the moon mm-hmm. uh Earth is like a wasteland, apparently. Uh, and you're just, you're just thinking to yourself, okay, how did we get here? This answers the question. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. It's not how you would think it would. It, it's not how you would think you would, we got there. Because uh, the, uh, the, whole, the whole plot of the movie is basically Nazis trying to invade Earth. But the Nazis aren't the ones who want to cause all that shit. No, which I feel like that's more realist, realistic. Yeah, it is re- more realistic, yeah. <clears throat> but, so uh, uh, give us the quick, very quick breakdown of this Iron Sky movie. All right, so the quick synopsis of this movie is an army of Nazis uh, for 70, near, 70 years uh, prepare a gigantic warship for an invasion of Earth in the year 2018, in the future year of 2018. This movie came out in 2012. So this movie is uh oh this movie's ten years old, happy happy birthday, Iron Sky. <laughs> happy birthday! Nothing says happy birthday like watching a old movie. Yeah, ten years old. This movie didn't look ten years old. No, it's not. It it really didn't look that old. Like I, I actually kind of looked again because I so I watched it last night, and I had the IMDb up, which I I always do. Um. And I kept looking because I'm thinking, am I watching the wrong one? Just because it doesn't look like it that old of a movie, really. Like I was yeah. actually surprised. And honestly, I just felt really surprised by this movie. Um, I I I just say a lot of people were surprised by this movie. Well, <laughs> this was this was a very this was like a very popular. I, I mean, I mean to be serious though, this, like this is a movie that uh, I feel like it kind of sort of. St- kicked off the modern era of the purposely bad B movie mm-hmm. uh, in that this is a well-made like effects wise. This is a decently made movie. Uh, of course, the plot is a B movie plot. Oh, yeah. This is this seems like something that would be made by uh, uh, your Sandy Franks of the 1950s or your uh, your Ed Woods or something like that. Uh, but like in the in the 2000s, um, but uh the uh, the, um, the plot is comprehensible uh the effects are good yeah one could one could say uh but it's by no means uh a summer blockbuster yeah and I, I think especially going from watching the second one and then watching the first one is really kind of what i mean about like just surprise because i ex- i expected the same kind of campy stupid you know like the the second one's very just goofy yeah and this one was more like i mean obviously still goofy but it felt more serious yeah it's like it's it's it was like still on the joke but it took itself a little more seriously yeah Yeah. so i think that's what kind of just threw me off was just thinking this started off i think trying to be a serious movie yeah, I feel like this one was like trying to be like a sort of political satire uh, yeah. to an extent. So, I mean, so for being surprised, I would say um, it was an enjoyable surprise. 
for me at least. Um, very predictable, campy stuff, but yeah, I mean, there there was no dinosaurs. No, that was disappointing. Uh, that was a little disappointing. I really did keep like listening or like li- looking out for any hint of we're gonna add dinosaurs next. Yeah, but that never happened. Um, although to be to be fair, like uh, when uh, James Washington, when he's like a crazy hobo, I was waiting for him to make a reference to like lizard people or something like that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> me too. Which the lizard people are the villains of the second movie, so I was like waiting for him to like just go full deep end, like referring to like the uh all of the conspiracy theories that we see end up being true in the second movie, but he didn't do that. It was a bummer. But, I mean, I, I can't think of like what else to really talk about. Um, I mean, is there anything that you want to specifically talk about before we get into likes and dislikes? So, uh, so, but the uh, the the main the main thrust of the movie though is that the Nazis they uh, at, towards the end of World War II, it seems like in 1945 they left the Earth, they moved to the dark side of the moon in a very swastika shaped building. Uh, and they, uh, they've been living there for the past 70 years. They are waiting, uh, or biding their time and waiting until they can come back to the earth and, uh, take over. Uh, we have our earthologist, Renata Richter, who's the daughter of El, uh, El, was it El Doctor? I don't know. I don't think that's the correct terminology for German. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have very good German. Uh, we have, uh, Klaus Adler, who is, a uh, long title that I couldn't, they kept saying it over and over again, but I was like, I don't understand that. Yeah. Um, and we also have the, uh, the guy that's in charge. We have a uh, Wolfgang, uh, flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically the whole, the whole shtick is that, uh, Klaus Adler wants to take over the earth. He wants to be the guy in charge of the Nazi base on the moon. And he wants, yeah, take over the earth. I said that twice. Uh, and they have the uh, the spaceship uh, that they're building on the moon that they're building for the past 60 years, apparently, uh, called the Gott Damerung, which apparently is a reference that I'm not really sure I get. I think it's a reference to some mythical, something in German mythology or something like that. Um, yeah. So the technology is very confusing in this movie. It's very steampunk slash 1940s. But it's just like, Somehow, it's very old school technology that I'm in the like in the moon, but somehow still super advanced. Right? Yeah, they were able to use all this old school technology to get themselves to the moon and live out there. It, it just it was I mean, very. But hey, we we did it in the sixties. Yeah, but like they made it so because like at certain scenes, they were outside with their helmets off. I did find that interesting when they uh, but then got sucked out the out- airlock, and then they came back in the airlock. They uh, well, they they seemed like they were fine. They were no longer getting sucked out, but they still couldn't breathe. Yeah, so I was kind of confused. So in my head, I was thinking, oh, well, they created like this section of the outside. Somehow we've created it so you have oxygen. Mm-hmm. But then you look at their technology, and I'm like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like force fields. Yeah, I know. very confusing, but very interesting. For sure, interesting. Yeah, but uh, we also we so we have all that uh, back on Earth. We have the President of the United States, who I'm pretty sure 
uh, is supposed to be Sarah Palin. I'm pretty sure she looks very much like Sarah Palin. Yeah. When uh, Hannah got home, she goes, is that Sarah Palin? It's like, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be. Uh, so this is uh, this movie was made in 2012. So this is uh, the, the concept being that in I'm guessing in the year 2016, Sarah Palin uh, became president, which is not super far off from what actually happened. Uh, the uh, And then so she's using the moon landing to get reelected uh, and the year all the way in the year 2018, which that's still two years off from like reelection time, whatever. I'm not saying this is movies like accurate at all. This is made yeah. by people from Finland. So, uh, and uh, basically the whole war with the Nazis just really just kind of plays into their whole thing. So they're kind of leveraging that to be reelected and then sh- things just go off the rails from there. It truly is wild. Yeah. Like I, I know I use that a lot. I-, I feel like that is like my catchphrase for this show, but I feel like we just watch movies where just wild shit happens, but it's great Some, yeah. sometimes. And in this instant uh, instance, I, 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 it was crazy, but I enjoyed it. It definitely kept me entertained. Yeah. Uh, so what's something that you liked about this movie? Oh, there were a few things I liked about this movie. One of the things I did like, if you're familiar with the uh, Downfall parodies, uh, uh, so there's a movie called Downfall. It's about the uh, downfall of the Third Reich uh, in World War II as the Allies come in and uh, totally dismantle the Nazi regime. You know, go America, we all win. Uh, it, uh, there's a scene in there where uh, uh, the, guy, the, the actor playing Hitler, he basically has a freak out at his uh at his generals uh because something happens but uh, on if you go on youtube uh, you can google you can go on youtube and look search for uh something's uh hitler does not get uh adolf hitler doesn't get accepted into uh, uh hogwarts and they basically take the scene and they take the it's it's all in german and so they just subtitle it and it's basically him like freaking out that he didn't didn't get accepted into uh he didn't get accepted into hogwarts and there's a in this particular version of it, it's basically ends where he's like, I could shit a hippogriff right now. And then somebody's in the hallway saying, don't worry, he can't actually do that. It's physically impossible. It's impossible. But the uh, there's a scene in this movie where they uh, it's not uh, it's not somebody being Hitler because uh, he's not in this movie. Thank goodness. That's a, uh, you know, that'd be problematic. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's the uh, campaign manager and she's freaking out at her department heads and uh, they they reenact the scene with these characters almost beat for beat where she's basically tearing down her department heads uh but also it's it's like a it's like a shot for shot remake of this scene just in a different context very similar to how these uh these uh the scene is made put in a different context elsewhere uh and i thought that was really interesting if you're familiar with that meme uh it's uh an interesting take on something with a similar context and with a similar subject matter i guess uh, so I thought that, that was really cool. So I, I I know we mentioned this kind of before, but the thing I think I liked the most was is how the uh just the special effects. Oh yeah, like they really I like I looked at the budget. I don't remember what it was. I forgot to look at the uh. Because this is a Finland movie, so I I I had to do the conversion, but um, 
it doesn't seem like the like it wasn't a ton of money. So I feel like somehow like they they just knocked it out of the park with the special effects. Like truly, I, I thought it was amazing because they had to do so much with special effects that they didn't like sacrifice. I feel like anything else really for special effects. So I would say that's what I enjoyed probably the most out of it. That kept me just like intrigued is because of how much they had to rely on special effects, you know, being on the moon and shit. Um, and not having the, like the biggest budget in the world. So, uh, if the, uh, in today's dollars, so they used, it was seven and a half million euros, which comes out to in today's dollars, uh, 8.5 million us dollars. Which I feel like for all the special effects needed, that's not a ton. No, no, it's not. You know, like, I, I just feel like most movies with big special effects throughout, like, every little aspect of the movie, it's a lot higher of a budget. Particularly because uh, I think, I'm pretty sure if I if I could understand, if I understood the credits correctly, it's not like they uh, sourced out their uh, effects to, like, uh, Korea or, like like, a lot of places do. I think they sourced them out to, like, uh, a firm in Germany which I think would be more expensive. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I I thought that was absolutely fantastic, truly. So uh, the one thing that you disliked. One thing I disliked. Uh, dislike slash, dislike slash liked. The, uh, so the one of the things I disliked slash liked, I felt medium about, was the uh, the fleet. Uh, so the United Nations had a ended up having a fleet of spaceships. There was no like there was like no lead into this. Uh, the like the like the International Space Station, uh, Mir, which was destroyed in 1999. I know realism is not like what this movie's going for, but uh, basically all these different nations had spaceships with uh, with uh, uh, that had been armed with rockets, missiles, stuff like that. U.S. had the uh, the USS George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Which was saying, like, it had, like, uh, nuclear wep- nuclear weapons and, like, mag mag cannons and stuff like that. Uh, and I thought it was, like, a really interesting plot point. But I feel like they could have, if they had mentioned, like, or, like, dropped, like, hints that there was something like that. I feel like that would have been, like, so much more. That would give us something to look forward to rather than just all of a sudden being there. Uh, and part of that is also the... Uh, the campaign manager, while I while I do laud the, uh, I did enjoy the acting out of this uh, scene that's very reminiscent of this meme scene uh, that gets used a lot. I felt like they uh, used her as a cipher for a bunch of different characters that they didn't have the money to maybe cast for. Yeah, and so she started out as the campaign manager, and then she started out as like the patsy to help the uh, moon Nazis kind of like get work their way into. Uh, the levers of power, and then she was the captain of the spaceship, and it's just like it's just like went from one thing to the other, and they just use they just reuse this actress for all these different things. They they could have like I feel like like if they wanted to use the same actress, they could have just like reskinned her and have her be a different person. She could have been triplets, <laughs> and it would have been fine, you know. But it's to say it's like it, it again. I know they weren't going for realism. I totally get that, but like. Even with that, it bends, it, it stretches the 
the fabric of reality of my ability to like just kind of go along with this. It's like I know this is absurdist, but I just like I have my limits. Yeah. Uh the outfit though. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know what the was with the feathers, but yeah, the feathers, I was just rolling yeah. with it, so Yeah, I I mean honestly, like as I've thought about it, I, I didn't really know what I was gonna say about my dislike, but I would have to say I agree of just like she played so many different versions. It was it was too much. It was just too much. They they could have easily given somebody else one of the like 19 parts I feel like that she had to yeah. play. Um Yeah, I, I would say that that probably is actually my only complaint that I can think of about this movie. Yeah, it's like the, the, typically with a movie like this, I would complain about man, they they really d- went too hard on the Nazism and or because that could be that's a very sensitive, very problematic subject. Uh, but I feel like they actually dealt with it pretty well. Yeah, because uh, you you can't make them look you can't make them look good. Yeah, uh, but you also have to like to have a source of tension in the story, and they made them look they made them look dumb. Uh, but in a but in a way that there was tension that they still had the capability to like uh, do harm. But like when they were uh, fighting in space, we were able to uh, they the world was able to kick their asses relatively easily. Uh, when when it came time to like shoot down the ships, their space zeppelins and their uh, and their flying saucers and all that stuff, they were they were able to get shot down by like our jets uh, in space. They were able to get shot down. They didn't pose too much of a threat. They were able to like fire and kind of hurt our stuff too. But the biggest danger to our stuff was ourselves, which is that fits reality. <laughs> so. Yeah, truly. Um, and also the, the, the thing I didn't like was, yeah, the lack of dinosaurs, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, there should have been dinosaurs. Come on. So, uh, cheers. Our party fell. You know, I uh, I don't remember what our rating was on there. I think it was probably a cheers, and I uh, I enjoyed this one. I I would recommend a watch for this one. the uh, The acting was not bad. The acting was pretty good. Um, uh, the lady who plays uh, Renata Richter, uh, I felt like she, uh, her character actually evolved from the beginning, where she's just like this kind of, uh, uh, bookwormish uh, schoolmarm damsel in distress. Uh, who's just kind of being imposed upon by this, uh, by the bad guy of the movie, uh, Mr. Adler. Um, and she, like, kind of turns around and becomes the heroine. Uh, why she ends up with that James Washington hobo guy, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it it doesn't seem like they have much of a, like, a relationship like that until, like, the very end. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It, I guess it kind of sort of pays off in the second movie because uh, their kid ends up being the heroine of that movie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the story, the story shows change going from one to the other. There's like a middle part there that I feel like there, I really wish there was a little bit more explanation on, but again, I'm just going to go from one to the other, to the other, to the other, and, uh, really just kind of chain together a few things and just help us, uh, have us just kind of like fill it in ourselves, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like it, it was, I, I was really entertained that absolutely the whole time. Yeah. You know, I mean, even the, 
times where they're just like explaining and just like chit chatting, it still was interesting enough where I paid attention. So, um, yeah, definitely a, a cheers for me. I, I'd recommend it. I recommend you watch this. Um, if you haven't seen the second one, then watch this first, then watch the second one. But if you've already seen the second one, go watch this and mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, I don't know how they got to the second movie based off of this, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is also a side recommendation. In the movie, they reference a movie called, uh, it's Char- Charlie Chaplin's uh, The Dictator. I recommend that movie. That movie's really good too. There's a few speeches in there he makes that are pretty good. Uh, it's I think it's funny that they think that this movie is like pro-Nazi in in there and it's like that movie is like inherently anti-fascism anti-nazi it's a very good uh it's it's comedic but it's also like a passionate refutation of like fascism altogether it's really it's a really good uh for 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 something coming out of just post silent movie era it's it still holds up pretty well so I've, i've watched it it's pretty good well there you go peeps so there's the movie watch it if you want to we we recommend it and uh if you don't hey it's up to you. Yeah. Truly, whatever you do does not affect Watch me. it. As long as you listen or watch our podcast, that that's all that I care about. Yeah. So. It's like, you're not going to get the full story of it from us here anymore. That's right. <laughs> we stopped doing that a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> all right. Uh, thing of the week, right? Yeah, that's what's next. Uh, so I'll go ahead and go first. Since yeah, since you, I usually make you go first. Yeah. In my sense, you saw my eyes get large because like I hadn't thought about that for a second. Yeah. I kind of forgot too, but so I've started playing this new game. It's called Lost Ark. Um, it is a MMO type game. Ooh, massively multiplayer online. It is really fun. So it's a mixture. <sighs> Have you ever played like Diablo or um, uh, shoot, what's the other one called? Diablo three, Diablo four. No, not I mean any of the Di- Diablos. <laughs> the, uh, the it's abbreviated LOL. League of Legends. League of Legends. Or Laugh Out Loud. Yeah. That's how I remembered it was like LOL, Laugh Out Loud. <laughs> uh so it's you know, it feels like that, but it's a lot different. Like it's it's a good mixture of a few different kind of bigger MMO games. So um, I can't really explain it too much because I'm still learning it and very confused by what the hell is happening. But I'm having a blast. I started actually yesterday. Okay. Uh, whenever I was off and on feeling okay. Um, I, I had an off day yesterday. So uh, there were just moments where you know I got up and I was like, I want to do something. So I just like started playing it and then I'd go lay down. But it was very fun. And I, I'm excited to play it more. So I'm going to... Uh, also, I, I stream and stuff, so I'm gonna add that to my streaming list and see if uh, see if that's entertaining. So, if you have a PC, look it up. Um, I think it's only on PC right now. I think I think I heard that they're going to eventually put it on uh, maybe PlayStation, and Xbox. I, I can't remember now. News Lost Ark. Look it up. It's very fun. Very nice. very. Fun. I think I've heard of it, but I haven't seen too much on it. Yeah, it's. I I expected not to like it because hmm. I mean I liked Diablo but I got bored of it pretty quickly and same with LOL. Uh, it's a lot of clicking, a lot of clicking, yeah, and just kind of like same thing over and over and over and over. So I was like, meh, you know. But it's this funny. one, it's very different. It's funny with the, uh, the my my only exposure to Diablo two is uh, when I was in the army, Oof, like 
10, 15 years ago, uh, all the guys I was in with, they all played League of Legends because it was like, I think at that point it had been like uh, hacked and uh, cracked and whatever. You can basically get on your computer for free. And basically everybody was playing it except for me. I was the only person who didn't play Diablo. And so I've still never played it. I mean, back when for, I mean, forever ago, I got a laptop that you could like, it was good enough to actually play games. So I think I got like a bundle of a few different Diablos and I played them. But yeah, I just got bored with them. But this one, I, you know, we'll see as I kind of progress in the storyline. If it's just same, 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 I'll probably get bored of it. But yeah. We'll see. As of now, I'm having fun. So, what about you, Anthony? Have you uh, thought of something? So, I got a few things. So, I talked last time about uh, Peacemaker, if I believe I remember. Uh, so, that movie, uh, that movie, that show has since uh, concluded its first season. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I recommend watching it. It, uh, it had a really good ending where I, I, I'm just going to spoil this a little bit. But uh, in these in these shows where they're part of a larger universe, everybody's always like. Uh, like say like with WandaVision, everybody's like, where were the Avengers at the, <laughs> during all of this when like when she was taking over a town or something like that? Uh, and this move, this show actually answers that question a little bit where uh, this being in the DC universe, people are like, where is the Justice League? Well, the Justice League show up, but they just show up late. So it's really <laughs> it's really kind of a funny uh, joke. Uh, but uh, that that's just kind of like a spoiler slash cameo thing at the end of there. They actually had a few of the uh, Justice League members uh, pop in and uh, said a few lines. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. Uh, Book of Boba Fett also recently ended. <laughs> I, I don't know. Ryan, have you watched that yet? No. No. Just go in there with I... like your just going with low expectations. So we don't have a login for a. Uh... For a Disney Plus. Disney Plus. All right. We got to see what we can do about that. I know. I'm also using somebody else's account, so I was too. But yeah. whenever we um got a new TV, I realized I didn't have that saved anywhere. Oh no! And I haven't talked to the person in a long time, so I don't <laughs> want to just like randomly text them like, "Hey, how's it going? Can I have your login again? <laughs> Can I use your Disney Plus?" Oh no, that's a bummer. All right, we got to see what we can do to fix that. Uh, right. But with uh, with with uh, Boba Fett, if you're a Star Wars fan like I am. You know, Boba Fett is an enigmatic, awesome character uh, that you kind of like you put a lot on him because like there's really not much out there about him except for like what's in like uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi and uh, in uh, Attack of the Clones. I think there's like the three places he appears in the movies and he's got a few episodes in the Clone Wars TV show. Um, This this I feel like this maybe dispels a little bit too much of the mystique around him. Uh, and, uh, he, he doesn't look like the most, uh, competent guy around in there, but, uh, you know, there's also, it's, it's, I feel, I, I feel like I'm also along the lines of like any star Wars is good star Wars. So, uh, just check it out and keep your mind open. That's all I'm saying on that one. And I've actually heard that just like, and that's honestly what I was worried about, about this and, um, whenever they came out with, uh, solo. Yeah. It's just like the mystery makes it also a really good character. So if you take away the mystery, is it still a good character? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is how he got his gun. Yeah. It's like, this is how he got the dice. Yeah. It's like, and you just basically make a movie about how he got all the stuff he has. That was solo. <laughs> yeah, truly. This is how he met Chewie. It's not nearly as cool as you think it would be. Right. Um, but my my thing of the week, getting to the actual thing of the week, 
my thing of the week is Halo. Uh, oh, hello. Ha- Halo Infinite. Yes. Hello, oh, okay. Infinite. Uh, so the, the big thing, the big thing uh, with Halo Infinite, uh, I just recently started playing it um, about a week and a half ago. Big difference in this one is that it's an open, uh, it's like an open RPG almost. Uh, whereas most of the time it was like a very, not necessarily on rails, but it was kind of like an on rails uh, shooter where you go from level to level to level. Uh, this one's a very open world. Uh, you're on the ring and then you have to like uh, free these base, these fire bases uh, so you can get supplies and uh, get like vehicles shipped in and you can help have the Marines hop on and help you out and all this other stuff. And then you go from mission to mission in the open world. Um, I was really skeptical about it because I'm halos one through five have been very much that on level on rails level progression uh, there. And uh, once I got used to it though, and got used to the concept of it, I like just kind of playing around in that world and uh, like getting a uh, ship, airdropped in on a pelican and then getting a bunch of marines loaded up on there and just kind of going and shooting a bunch of like covenant uh or in this case banished uh but basically the covenant aliens the elites and the brutes and all that stuff and just kind of blowing the hell out of them uh and uh not really necessarily part of any mission or anything like that but just kind of like taking checkpoints and stuff like that Mm. um so it's really fun it kind of lets you lets you play the game uh play games and uh not really have to worry about level progression and uh kind of divert like you would with like a a fallout or a, a, a elder scrolls or something like that you just kind of go off and do your own thing for a little bit uh without having to worry about uh getting stuck in uh getting stuck in a hallway with a bunch of sentinels and roots and elites and all this stuff that's shooting you and like redoing a level over and over and over again uh, and getting all frustrated uh this just kind of like takes that off the uh takes that a little bit off the table but lets you put it off to the side a little bit and just kind of do some relax relaxing just kind of uh just open world shenanigans uh also there's a grappling hook which is really fun uh, i've seen add, add some verticality 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 to to the game so that was pretty cool too which i use the hell out of that just to try and move faster so nice i've thought about downloading it i need yeah. to see if i recommend it i might have to uh, uninstall a bunch of stuff to get it because it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a big file yeah but uh, uh but that's my thing of the week uh halo infinite uh those other shows too I recommend them, despite my opinions on them. Uh, but Halo Infinite, I definitely recommend that. I haven't finished the game yet, but it's uh, it's a bunch of fun so far. So there you go. Yeah. So let's go ahead. We've really slacked on rating our beers, but uh, what did you think? How, how would you rate this? So I'm almost done with this, and uh, I still haven't gotten like the white chocolate vibes on this. But the strawberry and uh, pina colada is what I would call it <laughs> flavor. There, it's pretty good. It's not a lot of times with these sours, they're like uh. I, I was comparing it uh, sour to somebody and I felt like it tasted like acetone. Mm. Uh, this does not take that. It tastes like acetone. So A plus in that column there. Uh, this is a very subtle sour. Uh, the I, I feel like what the white chocolate flavor actually does, it may, may not taste chocolatey, which is probably for the best. It mellows all the other sour flavors out. Yeah. Uh, with that, with its viscosity uh, as it naturally would bring along. Um, so you get that, you get the calm flavors of the strawberry and the coconut. And then uh, everything else kind of chills out with that. So it's not too, it's not, it doesn't hit the palate super hard. And so for that, I give it a, uh, I give it a four. That's exactly what I was going to give it. Yeah. So there you go. Four for both of us. 
Uh, I know you can't get this anymore, so I'm sorry. But if you live in the DFW area, you know, hit me up. I have a few. I will gladly give to you. I gotta get this fridge empty of old stuff. <laughs> um, you get that new, that new shiz. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so before we do our normal wrap up, the video version of this will come out Monday evenings from now on instead of Tuesdays. Uh, just because on the PartyCast network, there's a lot of videos and stuff like that. They come out Tuesdays, so Monday's the days that nothing comes out. So our video will be out Mondays. The audio will come out Tuesday. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. So on Monday, you can watch us do no audio. That's right. Yeah, no audio <laughs> at all. Um, I was thinking, wait, it's what? Pant pantomime it. Yeah, it's not going to be entertaining at all. Um. So with that, uh, you want to wrap us up there, bud? All right. So if you want to reach us out on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Let's Do a Podcast. You can find us on Partycast Network. Yeah. Are we Let's Do a Podcast on there as well? Yeah. Uh, just Partycast Network. Partycast all you have Network. To look up. Uh, you can find that on Twitch. Yep. You can find that on Facebook as well. Yeah. Where One else more. can we find that? Two more. Uh, did I already say Twitch? You already said Twitch. Uh... TikTok. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, YouTube oh, and Twitter. <laughs> okay. I was just guessing at this point. Yeah, somehow you can go live on Twitter. I didn't know that. I I saw that they added that. Yeah. I don't know how to use that. I'm Me really either. bad at social media now. I've gotten too, way too old to figure all that stuff out. That's right. So uh, also on the show notes will be the uh, Beer and Big D. Make sure you check out PartyCast Network. Lots of awesome podcasts on there. You know, we like to have fun. So... Guys, thank you so much for listening. If there's any beer you want us to try, let us know. Any movies you want us to watch, let yeah. us know. Cage Fest. Yeah, get ready for Cage Fest because we're not ready. Yeah, Ryan's super excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out. We appreciate you all, and we'll check on you guys later. Bye. Peace.